Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Las Vegas, the longest-running local racing show in the country. Now, out of the gate and off and running, here's your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program as we start another week of uh, covering horse racing Las Vegas style from uh, the studios and over the airwaves. Sports Talk 1400 AM on this uh, Wednesday, the fourth day of August, 2021, 8-4-2021 is your date. And uh, like I said, we begin another week of racing coverage here from Las Vegas. This time of the year is great. Especially this month of this time of the year is great because you got all of those big races, big weekends, competitive racing going on at the spa at Saratoga in New York, upstate. And, of course, at the beach in Southern California where the turf, you know, that turf meets the surf at good old Del Mar, by the way, which will host the uh, Breeders' Cup in uh, November. Uh, and it's just just some great racing going on. I know that sometimes, uh, you know, trying to cash a bet might be a little bit more difficult because the challenges and certainly uh, the dimensions of uh, possibilities increase with the bigger bigger fields and horses coming from other places and, of course, the actual physical places of Saratoga and Del Mar being places that some horses love that courses, so to speak. But... Uh, it's just great racing. Uh, you know, every day when you get up in the morning, you know you're going to have Saratoga and Del Mar going. It's, it's great. Now, today, of course, uh, we have Saratoga. Uh, Del Mar kicks in with a Thursday through uh, Sunday racing uh, uh, schedule. So we won't get to them until uh, tomorrow. But today at Saratoga, we got some uh, really neat racing, some good um, competition. Eleve, uh, ten races overall today at Saratoga. Now, the first race is going to be a steeplechase race. Uh, two and sixteenth miles on the turf. Hopefully uh, the weather, and we'll get that from Jonathan Hardoon, who'll be with us a little bit later on. The latest on the weather there. But the first race is scheduled for the hurdles. Races two through ten will be uh, the flat, so to speak, and a couple of stakes races. The hundred fifty thousand dollar New York Stallion Stakes Series, the Statue of Liberty Division, will be the fifth on the card for three year old fillies. At a mile on the inner turf. And then the $120,000 Shine Again Stakes, seven furlongs, Phillies and Mares, four-year-olds and up, will be the eighth race on the card. And you got ten races overall at Saratoga today. Some great racing around the country. We'll take a look with uh, Jonathan Hardoon, John Lindo, and Jerry Jackowitz about uh, what uh, happened over the weekend and what uh, what we're uh, uh, you know looking forward to this week. That's for sure. Um. Now, as far as looking ahead to the weekend, on Saturday, Del Mar will host the Grade 2 Best Pal Stakes and the Grade 2 Yellow Ribbon, which is on the turf course there at Del Mar. And uh, Golden Gate even has a uh, stakes race, the Azalea, or uh, Azalea, I guess. Uh, at uh, No, that's Gulfstream, I'm sorry. The Luther Burbank is at uh, Golden Gate. 
Uh, Mountaineer Park's going to host their West Virginia night, West Virginia bread night of racing, including the uh, half-million-dollar West Virginia Derby, uh, Grade 3. In addition, the Grade 3 Governors and the West Virginia House of Delegate Speakers Cup. Got to take care of all the politicians, the West Virginia Legislature Chairman's Cup, the West Virginia Secretary of State, and the West Virginia Senate President's Cup. They're going to they're gonna handle all the politicians on one night, on Saturday night there at Mountaineer. But the main event is the West Virginia Derby at a half million dollars for three-year-olds at a mile and one-eighth. And then at Saratoga. Five stakes races this weekend at Saratoga on Saturday. The Lure Stakes, the Glen Falls, which is a grade two on the turf. The Longines Test, a grade one. Uh, understand that uh, what, uh, did Bob Baffert uh, has sends a horse there. You know, Baffert has been, uh, he's got to stay in that uh, suspension there in New York, so he gets to run horses there. And the Saratoga Derby Invitational, grade one on the turf for a million bucks. This is part of that, you know, the Invitational Series, the Belmont Derby, remember that? And now there's the Saratoga Derby, etc. But these are million-dollar purses, grade one on the turf. And the main event, of course, is the $1 million Whitney Grade one, a Breeders' Cup winning you're in. So we got some good stuff going on. And then, of course, on Sunday, Del Mar will have the graduation and the grade three La Jolla. The La Jolla, uh, the, uh, I think, uh, the middle race in the uh, Del Mar Derby Series. First one was the Oceanside. Kentucky uh, Downs preview races at Ellis Park. And uh, then you got, of course, the Adirondack, a grade two at Saratoga, the uh, De La Rose, and the Saratoga Oaks Invitational, which is part of the that series that uh, the Saratoga, you know, Derby. They had the Belmont Oaks, you remember that, and then now the Saratoga Oaks Invitational for seven hundred grand. So we got a lot of good stuff happening coming up this weekend. That's for sure. And of course, a couple of nice stakes races today at Saratoga. So we got a, a lot of good stuff going on. All right, uh, here's the deal. We got to get to the uh, COVID update here in Las Vegas because, you know, it's peaking again all over the country. We all know that. We all know that it's the Delta strain that's uh, causing uh, this uptick. And most of the people that are being hospitalized and are unfortunately passing away from this disease now have been, um, uh, are, uh, are people that didn't decide to get a vaccination. So over Friday, Saturday, and Sunday here in Nevada, we had 2,531. Now, this is over the three days. Uh, and the infection rate, 14.9 in the state. Clark County's infection rate uh, jumped up to 16%. Now, yesterday to this morning, we had another 1,215 so the infection rate over the state of Nevada, because of the 12-15 and the weekend numbers, jumped again to 15.1%. Clark County had 964 of the 12-15 overnight, and our infection rate here in Clark County, where the strip is and, the, you know, the mass of the population, all that, 16.1%. They say the Delta virus is accounting for 84% of this, these these uh, new numbers. And here in Clark County in Nevada, Clark County in Las Vegas, 88% are the Delta vein uh, variant. And we've got just a tad under 48% of all the people in the state of Nevada, Nevada fully vaccinated. We don't even have 50% yet. So if you're, if you're a handicapper out there and you do numbers... You're speed guy. You do numbers. You just do numbers. I mean, you know what the numbers are telling you. Get vaccinated. That's what they're telling you. We now have masks we got to wear again on the inside and indoors. We got to wear masks, whether you're vaccinated or not. And we don't get any worse than that. I was just about ready to burn my masks, too. Mm. Also, here in Las Vegas, uh, in Nevada, uh, it's 88 degrees right now. The sun is shining. Beautiful, beautiful morning, sun shining after all those monsoons last uh, weekend. Uh, but uh, it's it, the it, uh, forecast for the rest of the week looks really good, except for the fact that now we're going to pump up the uh, the temperatures, and now we're under an excessive heat warning because it's going to top out today here in Va- Vegas, topping out at 113 degrees. That's hot. So stay hydrated. 
kids and pets inside, seniors and folks who can't handle the uh, the heat, check on them, make sure they're okay. The excessive heat warning is uh, going to be from 10 o'clock this morning through 8 o'clock Thursday night because it's going to be the same thing, 113 tomorrow as well. All righty, so there it is. Uh, Jonathan Ardoon will be with us along with John Lindo and Jerry J. I got the uh, Twin Key results uh, from Sunday for you at Station Casinos. And uh, we're going to take a look at the week ahead and take a look at some of the great performances over the weekend. And I know uh, these guys, everybody's got to be talking about Jackie's Warrior. Monster win in the Amsterdam over a sloppy racetrack. Sunday at Saratoga, they ran the eighth race, and then there was a weather delay with the storm coming through that made the track sloppy of about an hour. So they went out and sealed the track. It became nothing but a big plate of soup with a hard bottom. And Jackie's Warrior goes out there and cranks through the uh, first quarter in 21-2, and two, the half in 43-4, and four, and romped under wraps, galloping to the wire in the six-and-a-half furlong Amsterdam, stopping the clock in 115-2, and two, destroying the field. Odds on favorite, though. You know, $3 was the win payoff. But, man, what a monster race that is. Now, you know, the Breeders' Cup is at uh, Del Mar. And uh, who knows? You never know. Quirky weather that we have may be raining that weekend. But even if it isn't, Jackie's Warrior is going to be, wow, for the Breeders' Cup uh, sprint. Mike Maker continues to do good at Saratoga so much so that he's the leading trainer right now. And you know he's doing well with his his division at uh, Del Mar. And, of course, at Del Mar on Sunday, the uh, Clement L. Hirsch, a Breeders' Cup win in your win race, was won by She Dares the Devil. Just absolutely destroyed that field. She Dares the Devil, Florent Garot aboard, 460. Venetian Harbor was second. And uh, the as time goes by, the uh, Baffert horse that thought would be the uh, big um, uh, challenger to She Dares the Devil broke out of the date. Uh, out of the gate tardily and really was never in the race. Just kind of put in a clunker there. All right. I want to thank Rich Ang for a winner on Sunday at Del Mar in the seventh race. Helped us out with the pick fives and pick fours, etc. And, uh, well, I'm sure we'll have a thought or two about the Bing Crosby where Dr. Chevelle won outrunning uh, eight rings and CZ Rocket at Del Mar and, and uh, of course, at uh, Saratoga. The Vanderbilt won by the huge long shot, Lexingtonian, who actually outdueled Special Reserve to win that six furlong stakes race at a $70 mutual. So we got a lot of good stuff to either talk about, check and see if we can find little angles for handicapping, uh, you know, biases that might uh, come up, etc. All that good stuff. So let's get started then, won't we? Yes. All right. So um, your menu's yet to come. I'll give you a twin Q result from Sunday. Jonathan Hardoon is anxiously standing by. John Lendo is, uh, and Jerry Jackowitz are in the uh, green room, so to speak. So we'll get started with all this stuff as we begin another week covering the great thoroughbred racing, the game of thoroughbred racing, Las Vegas style from Vegas. We'll be right back. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. 
Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show All right, back on Race Day Las Vegas for this uh, Wednesday. And uh, with Jonathan Hardoon standing by, uh, we will get to the uh, menu of racetracks available for you today in the Racebook Simulcast Centers and racetracks around the country. Do want to mention this. We want to congratulate Craig Seidler. Now, Craig lives in Henderson, Nevada. Nice little suburb here in Las Vegas. He went down to Del Mar over last weekend and in the two-day Del Mar Summer Challenge turned a $3,000 bankroll into $100,000. For that, he got uh, 50 grand, 35,000 in cash for winning the contest. He gets a $10,000 buy-in to the Breeders' Cup Challenge at Del Mar and a $5,000 buy-in for the Pacific Classic. It's a Pacific Classic entry, too. So congratulations, Craig. Uh, Hailing from, uh, well, where I live now in Henderson, Nevada. Way to go, kiddo. All right, here's the menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook Simulcast Center's racetracks around the country. We remind you the first post times we broadcast on the show each and every day reflect that of the Pacific Time Zone because that's where we're at in the Pacific Time Zone. So these will be the first post times that roll out in our race books here in Las Vegas in Nevada today because we're in the Pacific Time Zone. If you are listening anywhere else instead of here at Sports Talk 1400 AM where we emanate and originate all this stuff here in Vegas, you might be listening on our websites, racedaylasvegas.com, .vegas, .world, .global. We got all those dots. And, of course, your smartphones, your iPhones, your Androids with your phone apps. You can get a phone app store for the KSHP phone apps, the radio station app, so you can hear us streaming now and, and all the other great sports programming we have on the station. Or anywhere you get your podcasting, anywhere, wherever, you know, shakes your cage. The uh, earmark, bookmark you got for your podcasting were there. Just type us in. So however, wherever, whenever, remember the first post times we broadcast on this show each and every day reflect that of the Pacific time zone. And if you're not in the Pacific time zone, adjust to the Pacific time zone so you don't miss anything. And I don't want you to miss anything like, of course, I miss mom and dad, Okay. And so uh, while everybody was kind of kicking back and ready for starting up another week, if you were participating in racing yesterday, you might have hit that pick six jackpot at Louisiana Downs and paid $4,153, or maybe even the uh, pick five jackpot at Parks Racing for 50 cents. That paid $5,491. So there's money to be made out there every day. Let's get started with the menu then, huh? Okay. We start out with Parks Racing. Now, Parks Racing today has a nice pick five jackpot carryover going on. $238,860 in the pick five jackpot carryover at Parks Racing for today. First post time for 11 races set at uh, 9.55. 9.55, first post at Parks with that nice big pick five jackpot carryover. Then we get to Saratoga, up in the spa. Saratoga, 10 races, first post time is 10.05. 
And if you happen to participate in that first race and see horses jumping fences, don't worry. It is the steeplechase race. The uh, New York Stallion Stakes Series Statue of Liberty Division Stakes Race is the fifth, and the Shine Again Stakes Race is the eighth. Ten races overall. Nine will be for horses that shouldn't be jumping fences, and the first race will be one that can. First post time, 10.05 today at Saratoga. Wait and see. Jonathan standing by. Tell us uh, what the weather is like up there today. Finger Lakes, the other upstate New York racetrack at, at this time, has eight races. Finger Lakes first post time is 10.10. Yeah, don't forget Finger Lakes, you know, upstate New York. They're still running while Saratoga's going. They've got a pick six carryover, a regular pick six carryover of $6,351. Next up comes Delaware Park. Now, Delaware Park has eight races, and their first post time at Delaware Park today is set at 10.15. 10.15, Delaware. Colonial Downs is on the menu. It is. Colonial Downs has nine races. You know, they race mostly on the turf. As a matter of fact, uh, they have nine races today. Seven are on the turf at Colonial, only two dirt races. They're big on uh, the turf racing at Colonial Downs. Their first post time is 10.45. 10.45 at Colonial Downs today. Arizona Downs is on our menu. Arizona Downs. Uh, first race will be a quarter horse race. Races two through eight will be thoroughbreds. That makes up the eight race card today at Arizona Downs. And they have a first post time of 2.30 at Arizona Downs with a pick six carryover there. Regular pick six carryover. $2,698. Then we get to Canterbury Park. Canterbury Park has 12 races today. The final two, though, are quarter horse races. The first 10 are thoroughbreds at Canterbury Park today. And their first post time, they got a late post time there with a pick six, a regular pick six carryover of $7,810 today at Canterbury Park. And a first post time set at uh, 310. 310 first post at Canterbury Park. And if you want some suggestions there, just go to trackphantom.com. He's got all of Canterbury on his uh, website today. We wrap it up with Evangeline Downs. Evangeline has eight races, and their first post time is 3.50. 3.50 at Evangeline Downs today. That's your menu. And now we'll uh, head on upstate New York, where Mr. Jonathan Hardoon has been patiently standing by. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? Is the sun shining bright on the old Kentucky, or oops, uh, Saratoga home? <laughs> it is shining bright. Uh, no rain. It's a beautiful day today. No humidity in the air. Oh. It's about 70 degrees. Picture perfect day. Get out of here. It's not only not any rain in sight and the sun is shining, but it's not even muggy and humid out? No, no. no. I'm telling you, Ralph, they should bottle this day and try to get it every day. It's perfect. Well, we know one thing for sure, that uh, it w certainly wasn't that in the late stages of the racing at Saratoga on Sunday with almost an hour weather delay wait between the 8th and ninth race at Saratoga on Sunday. The ninth race, of course, being, yeah, being the featured Amsterdam stakes at six and a half furlongs. The track The was... problem is when they have lightning, they, they really avoid going on the track. They didn't, they, the, the horses were walking around in the paddock for like 40 minutes, like you said. Yeah. You know, when there's lightning in the area, they take no chances, and uh, I guess rightfully so. Well, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I've had the weirdest uh, events on betting on horses and losing races, like they've jumped the fence and all sorts of goofy stuff. But to the date, to date, I've never had a horse that lost a race because it was struck by lightning. No, and, and that's so, not easy to do. But, yeah, and uh, and, le and, le and let's try to keep it that way. But we do understand. But the track was absolutely a sea of soup, mud, no sloppy, a sea of sloppiness there. And Jackie's warrior, uh, man, you just you, he, I was waiting for him just to stop and roll over in the stuff he loved it so much. Jackie's warrior just uh, bottomed out the field, super fractions, and was eased up by Joel Rosario. In the Amsterdam, winning by a zip code in one fifteen and two for the six and a half furlongs after running twenty one and two and forty three and four, he just kept on going. Man, he loved it. He absolutely loved it, and uh, the rest of the field may not have liked it. So it could have been a combination of things like that you were telling me off the air, and, and I think you're a hundred percent right. Listen, he caught the track he loved, and uh, he really ran well. 
and uh, no one ran. No one showed up. It's as simple as that, and he just totally dominated, and it was a terrific performance. Well, that was Steve Asmussen, the trainer's uh, 9,442nd victory. He added one more since then. So going into today, 9,443 career lifetime victories. Uh, Dale Baird is the all-time American leader uh, in history with 9,445 winners. And you got to think it's only a matter of time with Steve Asmussen to be uh, declared uh, by his record uh, as a uh, the world's winningest trainer in America of all time in history. He had one win on Tuesday after that win on Sunday at Saratoga. So he's now 9,443 going into today with just two to tie, three to get the record. So, Yeah, listen, take nothing away from Matt Smusen. He's obviously a great trainer, but he has horses, Ralph. They run all over the country. Oh, I know. In the middle of the night, he has horses running at, at Sam Houston, at yeah. Remington. I mean, you know, I don't think – I'm curious to know how many starts it took him to get – that number compared to what Dale, you know, Dale Baird did. Yeah, I think Baird must have had a lot of less starters, a lot less starters, I should say, than Asmussen had. But again, take nothing away from him; it's an unbelievable number, and uh, he's he's going to keep going for many more years. So that number is going to only keep getting bigger. Yeah, you know. But in this day and age, you have a certain amount of super trainers like you know uh, Brad Cox and. And Asmussen, that have horses all over the country. So these guys are starting, you know, maybe 100 horses a week compared to what Dale Bear did. I don't think he had anywhere near that amount of starters. But it's interesting, and I guess I'll look it up, and uh, I'll get back to you on that one. Well, you know, when you're talking about the new wave of super trainers, like we know all about Todd Pletcher, and we know about Chad Brown, and on the West Coast we know about Bob Baffert and Peter Miller, et cetera. But now you got the uh, Brad Cox, who's uh, being a, I mean, he is now the 800-pound gorilla in, in the arena here for trainers and uh, top-graded horses and big stakes races around the country. I mean, he's uh, really got it outside of Chad Brown cornering the uh, turf stakes market. But then, uh, you know, you got Mike Maker, who's, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's uh, making hay both in Saratoga and Del Mar. I mean, the guy's, uh, he's uh, one of the up-and-coming trainers, too. He used to fly under the radar, no more. I mean, you know, he also has horses all over the country that run. You know, there are certain operations. It's amazing how they do it. You know, it's unfortunate for the little guy because they're really being, you know, kind of rubbed out sort of, you know, or they're just, these guys are just taking over. I'm, I'm afraid, like, in five years down the road, all you're going to have are five super trainers controlling all of racing and, and the little guys really getting faded out. And that's a sad thing. Yeah, the small shopkeeper has been uh, taken out by the Walmarts of the world, and I guess the same thing's happening with the smaller trainers and the the, uh, the super trainers, that's for sure. But I can tell you this, they can't be all over, uh, they can't be everywhere all the time and where all their stables are at. So they have to have a good, good uh, staff, a big staff, a very capable and talented uh, assistant trainers, etc., to make that happen. No question about it. I mean, you know, that's the name of the game. That's really the key is the help that you have, you know, and the guys that have good help, uh, the results show. All right. So we're looking at, uh, you know, uh, heading on down the road. And and uh, that, uh, well, that, uh, out, that outstanding effort by Jackie's Warrior was absolutely, I thought, aided by the track condition. But nevertheless, uh, he, you can see he's a very talented uh, sprinter, and he'll be tough in the sprint at Del Mar. And, of course, uh, you know, the Clement L. Hirsch, which is a Breeders' Cup win in your in race on Sunday at Del Mar. So she dares the devil, uh, one of the top contenders for that division, the Philly Mare three-year-old and up the Distaff division there, that's for sure. And then, of course. And then you had Brad Cox, Brad Cox shipping in with she dares the devil. Yep. That's just what we were talking about. Yep. <laughs> yep. So. Uh, the only horse that probably won a big race, a graded stakes race over the weekend that that won't uh, that still hasn't, uh, of course, scared away anybody is Lexingtonian with that mo- that unbelievable win that beat me out of the pick five <laughs> at $70 in the Vanderbilt. So uh, It's well. pretty sad because at the 16th pole, the, the other horse went by and uh, yeah, no, uh, 
Right, did yeah. a terrific job with this horse. She came back and, and she won. I, yeah, I, he won, I should say. I got to tell you, Special Reserve, uh, you know, was uh, four wide uh, most of the way in the race. I don't give that an excuse. He actually put ahead and got in front of Lexingtonian. But it looked like in the last maybe 50 yards or so, he just, he just the, the gas tank went on E. Because he just, it wasn't so much, I think, that Lexingtonian battled back, although he, Lexingtonian did battle back. But Special Reserve had nothing in reserve to to handle that battle back. Yeah, but Lexingtonian had a license to really give up after that point. I mean, he he was going at it from the get-go, oh, you yeah. know, where Special Reserve sat off. And, and nine out of ten times, Special Reserve is going to win that race. Yeah, I know. But it just didn't happen on, on Saturday. And again, full credit to uh, Lexingtonian and Jack Sisterson. Yep. Terrific job. Yep, yep, that's for sure. Good stuff happening, uh, uh, no doubt about it. But uh, now this weekend, we've got, uh, you know, the uh, the uh, big race over the weekend uh, at uh, Saratoga will be, of course, the Whitney. And that is a grade one Breeders' Cup winning your in race. And uh, I guess Swiss Skydiver is going to go on that. Is that right? Yeah, he's, she's running against the boys. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Brad Cox is sending out Nick's go in there, and uh, supposedly Nick's go is uh, training extremely well mm. going into the race. So let's see what happens. Now, you know, they got that, uh, I guess, the the Invitational Derby and Invitational Oak Series where they started out at Belmont Park and uh, the, the Belmont uh, Derby Invitational and then the Belmont Oaks Invitational, and now the next one is at Saratoga. They're putting up big money. I mean, the Derby, uh, the Invitational Derby at, uh, at at Saratoga is a million bucks like it was down at Belmont Park in the Oaks at 700000 You think this new series is going to catch on because it is, you know, exclusively on the turf, and I guess uh, they're trying to beef up some of the uh, turf racing for the three-year-olds. Yeah, well, it would be nice if we saw more than five and six horse fields. So, you know, when they're giving out that kind of money, you would think that it would attract bigger, you know, more interest. So let's see how it goes. I think it can only help. It can't hurt. I'm sure if it doesn't work out, we won't see it. Yeah, and and when you talk about five and six horse fields in New York on the turf, uh, you're you're thinking that Chad Brown usually has two or three of them. (laughs) So, yeah. On Saturday, Mott had three out of the six horses in, in the big turf race that, that we had here on Saturday. So, yeah, you know, you have certain trainers that are dominating in these short fields, and it's really not fair because even though they're putting in three entries, you know, they use one of them as a rabbit or, or whatever the case may be, and since they're uncoupled, you know, people are getting the raw end of that stick. However... That was the Bowling Green that happened on Saturday at uh, Saratoga, and you said that Mott had three of the, uh, what, the three of the eight in the race. But Mike Maker is the one that won that race with cross-border and Luis Saez. Well, that horse was, talk about horses for courses, that horse is now six for seven. Six for seven, think about that. Six for seven at Saratoga. At Saratoga. Quite a record. <laughs> yeah, there's no question about that. That's for sure. He's getting up there in the uh, was a four star Dave area. Exactly. Now in the that's a high rent district to be living in. But <laughs> now also on Saturday was the Jim Dandy, which is the uh, uh, the Saratoga prep for the Midsummer Derby, the Travers. And Essential Quality won the race in a workmanlike fashion. Uh, people were kind of disappointed that he didn't dispose of the field the way they thought he might, but Brad Cox was okay with that. And he's the uh, only the fourth horse in uh, in history, or uh, maybe the fifth horse. There were four only four horses in history before that that won the Belmont and the Jim Dandy. So uh, you got to think that he'll improve off that race. Well, remember, Ralph, his main objective is the Travers, which was four weeks from Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So you could be sure that Cox didn't have the screws tight, no. you know, to full capacity. Not only that, he ran a lot further than anyone else. He was five wide the entire race, where a Rosario on the four horse, keep this in mind, gave him a perfect trip. He shaved the rail. He came inside while the other horse was totally abused. I mean, he was five wide the entire race. Yeah. And, uh, Figure-wise, he's going to get a lot bigger number. And again, I don't think he was fully cranked for that race. I know they're pointing for the Travers, obviously. That's the big one, and uh, that was only four weeks away. So why empty the tank, you know, a month out? That, that, that's right. It's not It's not the race circled on the calendar, that's for sure. 
and the fact that Luis Saez rode essential quality like he was on much the best horse almost got him beat. But yeah. uh, <laughs> never, nevertheless, essential quality is just a tough, hard-knocking fighter, and that's just the way it is. All right, we're going to get now – We uh, horse players now have to make some money here, buddy. And uh, well, you, on Saturday, you were good to us. You, you had uh, some winners there on Saturday, and, and certainly uh, we're going to get some more winners from you today at Saratoga. Okay, Ralph. First radio play comes in the ninth race today. It's a mile and eighth on the inner turf course, and I like the number seven horse in here, Bodie Cream. Bodie Cream is a four-year-old that's getting better with each and every start. His last race was rained off the turf, and he still ran super. Mm-hmm. Um, he comes from the Mike Makelbarn, Tyler Gaffleone board to ride. They're listed at seven to two on the morning line. It's a full field of nine. I like number seven, Bodie Cream, to win today's ninth race. All right, ninth race at Saratoga today, number seven, Bodie Cream. Mr. Gaffleone aboard at 7-2 on the morning line. The seven in the ninth race, Saratoga, is Jonathan Hardoon's first of two plays for us at Saratoga today. Let's go to race 10 and give out the late double here, Ralph. I like the number 10 horse in here, Ocean Air. Four-year-old filly from the Chris Clement barn. Irad Ortiz aboard to ride. Another full field there, Ralph. 12 entered to go. Mm-hmm. She had huge trouble in her last race. The race she ran, two starts back, wins this race. Look for number 10, Ocean Air, to rebound today and run a big one in today's 10th and final out at Saratoga. All right, 10th race, Saratoga, number 10, Ocean Air. Ortiz aboard, Irad, that is. In the 10th race, number 10, easy to remember. So we got the late double going, Ninth and 10th races, Ninth race, number 7, 10th race, number 10. And, of course, that's two pieces of the late pick four and the late pick five. And for the rest, where can they get it, Jonathan? They go to the website at J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Today, only Saratoga. That's the only track running that we have any real interest in today. All right, uh, Jonathan, real quick now. We know that the horse-for-course angle plays out both at Del Mar and Saratoga. It did, like you said, over the weekend as well. But are there any other biases on that racetrack that have kind of crept up that handicappers should know about? Well, the first week, the inside was certainly the place to be. The last uh, two weeks, it's actually been pretty even. You know, with the rains coming every day, and for the most part, it rains in the middle of the day, so it's really hard to get a good read. Uh-huh. But you just have to treat it like it's a fair track at this point. And again, you want to try to find horses that have works or races over the track. All right, you got it. Thanks a lot, Jonathan. Uh, enjoy the day. Bottle it so you'll have it on a day when it's not so nice, but it's a beautiful day at Saratoga today. Thanks, Jonathan. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Ralphie. Stay safe and be well. All right, my man, you too. And now we're going to come back. I'm going to give you the results of the Twin Q at Station Casinos on Sunday. And then we got uh, John Lindo and Jerry J. yet to go. Come on, man. We need some more winners at Saratoga. Don't go away. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Let's wrap up the Twin Q on Sunday for you because uh, when you hear these results, you're going to be waiting for the next Twin Q to come up this week at Station Casinos on Sunday. Uh, the Twin Q for $5,000 featured uh, the sixth race at Del Mar and the eighth race at Del Mar. That was on Sunday. Now, the sixth race at Del Mar on uh, Sunday, the winner paid 560 The second horse paid 880 But in the eighth race at Del Mar... On Sunday, the winner paid twelve dollars even, and the second place finisher paid seven twenty. So, uh, you had uh, the winning numbers of uh, eight, eleven, and two, three. Believe it or not, nobody had it. Zero. Nobody. 
So you're going to get a carryover in the first twin queue when we come back this week. How about that? Let me see. Oh well, yeah, there was a there was a well, that favorite won the sixth race. Guess the seventh race did him in. In any case, I know it did me in. And so I'll be looking forward to the carryover when it comes up again this week at Station Casinos. We'll be back with John and Jerry. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty, back on Race Day Las Vegas. We're going to go to John Lindo standing by. And, John, you do have a Lindo report for today at Saratoga right there at the South Point, free of charge right there at the South Point. And you give them uh, all the uh, pertinent information with handicapping, a suggested late pick four, and uh, some of the uh, updates uh, that's going on at Saratoga, like the jockey training standings and who's hot, who's not, etc. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, and it's great to hear we got a nice, clear, sunny day at Saratoga. Don't have to worry about changing conditions. It's, it's been a very active weather pattern at Saratoga this summer. Well, now we're usually uh, talking about maybe Christopher Clement that uh, gets hot at Saratoga. And, of course, the mainstays, Chad Brown and, and Todd Pletcher. But there's a new name who is running hot right now at Saratoga on the top of the trainer standings. Yeah, I think Mike Maker must have won eight races last week. It was just unbelievable. He's got 14 wins wow. to, to be a far-away leader right now in the trainer standings and over the usual names. And, and some of the usual names are just having mediocre summers. Yeah. Uh, Todd Fletcher and Steve Asmussen, they're tied for second with eight winners. Chad Brown and Brad Cox are tied with seven. But, uh, you know, guys like Chad Brown and Todd Fletcher, they're winning races, but not at, at ridiculously high percentages. Yeah, no question about that, that's for sure. What about the uh, trainer, I mean, jockey standings, uh, usual guys? Well, Luis Sayas is holding on to the lead. He's got 24 winners. Right behind him is Jose Ortiz with 23, and uh, Jose's brother, Arad Ortiz, has 22, so they're they're really bunched up as far as the leading jockey goes. So the Ortiz brothers uh, accounted for 45 wins, and uh, Mr. Sayas, who is uh, the loner out there, has got 24. So these three guys together, you can you can probably... Uh, cash a lot of winners right now, but who's and they're hot, but who's cold? Well, you know, uh, Safi Joseph, who wins at such a high percentage yeah. in Florida, he's he's zero for his last ten. Wow! And Junior Junior Alvarado, who's pretty darn consistent, he's zero for his last fifteen. So they're struggling a little bit right now. And, uh, Junior gets started though. He's uh, he's a good solid rider, that's for sure. Well, a lot of court activity going on in the state of New York, that's for sure. We all heard about what happened with the governor there yesterday, and you got the uh, the the uh, the big, uh, you know, lawsuit and, and investigation going on with the service and, and the uh, and the veterinarians and all that going on through there as well. And service uh, wants to, his attorneys want to argue that the government misled the judges into getting approval for the tapping of the of the uh, phones. And of course, uh, their uh, their veterinarian, suspended New York veterinarian, uh, he pleaded uh, federal doping charges, and he's going to. So they're unraveling there as well. It, it sounds like it, and, you know, we'll let the courts play themselves out. Uh, you, you had mentioned the, one of the things that, that, that came out yesterday, I guess Bob Baffert's going to run Illumination and the test sticks. That'll yeah. be his first uh, runner in New York since they lifted uh, the ban. You know, they went to court and got an injunction on the ban for him to run in New York. Mm-hmm. 
So the, that'll be the first horse he runs there. I'm going to guess he's probably not going to go back to New York to saddle that horse. I don't think so. I think uh, that's where the uh, good old uh, supporting staff and, and his uh, assistant trainers are going to help out there. That's for sure. But uh, I got to tell you, in the last week and a half, two weeks, uh, he's certainly back on the beam in Southern California with those promising two-year-olds, isn't he? Yeah, you know, we've seen a few of them. Murray is the one that jumps to mind. He was a very impressive debut winner last week, and he'll be pointed to the Del Mar Futurity. And you know he's got some others coming out. He's got one in the Sorrento Stakes on Friday named Etta, who won by disqualification Mm -hmm. in her debut, and she's trained well out of that race. But that grade two race is coming up tough, so we'll see who goes. A couple of horses cross-centered from Thursday's uh, California bred race. Uh, back into the grade two Sorrento on Friday. So we'll see where they decide to go. But both both races have good-sized fields. Well, she dares the devil, bottomed out the field in the Clement L. Hurst. She's in for the Breeders' Cup winning your run for the distaff. But uh, what really happened with, uh, as time goes by? Everybody was talking about how she left tardily and, and uh, really wasn't in the race. And, of course, that's oh. out of the Bob Baffert uh, barn. She's had a tendency to break slowly every once in a while. She broke a little bit slow, and, you know, usually she'll stalk when she was last into the first turn. Mm-hmm. But she really never picked up the bit, and she had trained well for the race, and she just never really was in it. Mm-hmm. I can't make an excuse for her, the, the bad start and all. Uh, she just never was going as well as, as she dares the devil or the, or the runner-up. Uh, you know, it, I just think uh, it was one of those days for, for, for as time goes by. And, uh, of course, uh won't have the kind of sloppy racetrack that Jackie's Warrior got in the Amsterdam, but running off the screen in that race was a monster. Yeah, you know, I, I think he caught a track he likes. He likes a little moisture in the track. He, he likes a, a track that you can get your feet and, and go and rattle over, and uh-huh. that sealed track and the sloppy track probably was right to his liking, but you know, he put away Drain the Clock, who beat him on the square last time, and uh, one under wraps, and he ran fast. So we know he's a one-turn horse. Uh, we know this is what he likes to do. And uh, we'll see where he goes next. But uh, he looked like the Jackie's Warrior that we've seen in the past. Yeah, that's for sure. And uh, we will, uh, well, he ain't going to get that track at Del Mar unless something really goofy happens in the weather. That's for sure. But, you know, he likes Saratoga, too. And he's a decent, solid uh, sprinter, that's for sure. All right. uh, Getting back to Saratoga, the Lindo Report for today at Saratoga, available there. The late uh, pick four suggestion, all the goodies that go along with these selections are available right now. Uh, exclusively at the South Point. You'll be back to doing Del Mar tomorrow when it kicks in for a four-day week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But before we get to your pick today at Saratoga, what about those filthy favorites? Favorites at Saratoga, they're dropping a little bit now, down to 38% after being over 40 for the first few weeks. Uh-huh. So kind of uh, settling in toward the more of the norm, which I know you're going to be happy about. But, yep. you know, if you see the Ortizes in the winter circle all the time, that number's not going to drop too much. <laughs> oh, that's for sure. Got a pick? Yeah, let's go to race seven at Saratoga. Seventh race today. There's a lot of early speed in this five-and-a-half furlong turf sprint, mm-hmm. and I think it sets up well for number eight, Determined Fury. That uh, that uh, horse tried the turf for the first time at Belmont on May 28th. I like the way she, he rallied from off the pace to get the job done, protected in the starter allowance off that maiden claiming win, working well for this, and like I say, the pace scenario is right. Seven to two on the program, number eight, Determined Fury. I think he's found a new home on the grass. Race 7 at Saratoga. All right, 7th race, Saratoga. Number 8 is uh, John Lindo's play for the race day listeners. The 8 and the 7, the $2 ROI, 2 to win on the 8. The rest, the Lindo report for Saratoga today at the uh, South Point Racebook. Uh, update on the ROI? We're at point ninety going into this week, Ralph. All right, that's pretty good stuff when you're talking about trying to get winners uh, on a regular basis at Saratoga and Del Mar. But it's a fun, fun time of year, that's for sure. Thanks, uh, John. We'll talk to you tomorrow from uh, the beach. Good luck today. All right. You got him, a man. Now we go to Jerry Jack. Would stand him by. Jerry, hey, uh, Jerry, the uh, sloppy track uh, th- was the big uh, difference with Jackie's Warrior? No, I don't think it was that at all. Uh-huh. If you watch the race from uh, Kentucky uh, where uh, Drain the Clock caught Jackie's Warrior in the very, very end of the race, mm-hmm. Jackie's Warrior broke terribly in, the, in that race, broke behind the field and rushed up in the first quarter. Uh, of a mile, running basically a 21 and two or three first quarter to get on, get to the lead, and uh, then held, held, drain the clock off to the very end. Just was a little bit leg weary, but uh, as you saw on the power page, Ralph, we had rated Jackie's Warrior three points higher than Drain the Clock. Uh, just assuming that that that, sh- that 
Jackie's warrior wasn't hurt in any way, shape, or form. It's just a, one of those uh, unfortunate things that happens. Mm-hmm. And um, it turns out to be, you know, the right way to rate the two of them. They were in no shape. I mean, anybody who looked at the race in, in, at Kentucky wouldn't consider the two of them close to being even. They were very, very different in ability with Jackie Warrior being far superior. So that was uh, the way it looked to me. So. All right. Any other observations that we can get to for the weekend before we get to well, two picks today? I think I think uh, uh, Hardoon mentioned uh, the way the track's been going at um, Saratoga. And the one thing I would add to what he said, which I think was absolutely correct, mm-hmm. was that sometimes late in the day, you know, it could be a little speed favoring or very honest, but sometimes late in the day after they've had those rains, it can start to get a little holding and it might, you know, favor a closer very late where it was favoring a speed horse in the middle of the day. And that's, I'm talking about, in a drying out type of condition. So keep that in mind, folks. All right. Well, we got, uh, they say, perfect conditions today at Saratoga. It's not even um, muggy or or humid there today. You can get the power pages for today at Saratoga at all station casino race books right right now. And we're going to get a couple of picks out of you. Go. You can also get them uh, at Saratoga if you're at the track. They're, oh, cool. they're right there on the track as well. Um, okay, we'll give you two plays today, Ralph, as, uh-huh. as you like to do it. And You know, you gave me the Novocaine, and I'm, <laughs> I feel ready to produce. All right. Let's go to the uh, seventh race for our first place. Um, I'm going to take on um, John here. I like Wild William, the nine horse at eight to one. I got got to take this like second line jockey, this guy uh, Javi Castellano. I guess. <laughs> yeah, you know? right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, you know, he's four for fifty one. You yeah. can't bet a guy like him, right? Yeah. But I'm going to try him anyway. Yeah, Win in okay. place. Uh, this horse raced really well for Bond last year up uh, at Saratoga. Uh-huh. Changed to Kelly Breen, who's a terrific trainer. Okay. One uh, prep for this race, and I want to give her give him a shot. So okay. I'm going to take the nine, make a good win place bet here, play the nine with the one, three, five, and eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, do my reverses, but uh-huh. that's going to be my pop-out key and feature play, race seven. Seventh race, uh, number nine's the key. The link-ups are one, three, five, and eight, and reverse. Remember that in reverse. You gave me a Sirocco play with John Lendo, so my Sirocco play in the seventh race is the eight, nine with the one, three, five, eight, nine. That's my play. Your play is the nine over the one, three, five, eight, and reverse. Got one more play, and we need uh, 20 seconds. Okay, let's go to the 10th, and we'll take number 10, just like Hardoon, Ocean Air. I love the horse today for Clement, uh, for all the reasons Jonathan said, Mm -hmm. and more. I'll take the 10. I'll play him over the 2, 5, 7, and 13. Do my reverses, and then I'm going to come back with the 5 and dime exact, the 5, 10, 10, 5, for a few extra shots. Uh, All right, so we got a a double whammy in the 10th race. Uh, Jerry also likes the 10. He likes the 10 over the 1, 5, 7, 13, and reverse. 2, 5, 7, 13. I'm sorry. 2, 5, 7, 13. All right. Two five seventeen, seventeen, the ten over the two five seven and thirteen and reverse, and another five ten ten five two dollar ROI two to win on the ten in the tenth quickly ROI. Um, point fifty seven, I believe. Okay, and Saratoga's power pages at the station casinos today. One final thing, you're going to say it, and you're going to do it quick. Have a great race day.